Hi, and welcome to the Vancouver Life Podcast. This podcast is created to answer the most talked about questions when it comes to navigating the Vancouver real estate market. I'm your host, Dan Wartell, a licensed agent and accredited real estate investment advisor based here in Vancouver, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Dash. Hi, Dan. I'm also a local realtor, an exhausted father of two, husband of one, and really happy to be here. Let's get right into today's episode. Hey everyone and welcome back Vancouver Life Real Estate Podcast and YouTube channel. Today we are getting into the September real estate numbers that have just come out for GVRD and to start it right off the top. Um, yeah, we did talk about a price increase. We're going to get to that, but let's look at the sales volumes first, Ryan. How would it happen there? Yeah, well, interesting number actually. Um, obviously, with uh, a, a massive decrease in supply and inventory on hand, um, the actual sales numbers were um, a decrease compared to this time last year, in and around thirteen point cent, thirteen point six percent decrease from September twenty twenty. Um, a near as no difference decrease from the month before in August, uh, like a zero point one percent decrease. Um, interestingly, um, this is actually six straight months of uh, declining sales numbers. Um, but again, uh, we have to take the supply conversation into effect here, right? But um, And the other big, big side of this is last month's sales were actually 20.8% above the 10-year average. For September. So um, without a doubt, you know, it's an interesting market. We've got to look at all the stats to get the story here. Um, but that's, uh, that's kind of what's happening in sales in uh, the month of September. Yeah. So 3,150 units is what happened last month. And again, we're looking at almost 21% above the 10 year average. So even with a tighter inventory out there, the sales, the appetite is still massive. And uh, we are seeing a huge number of, of properties still moving. Um, it feels like a slowdown. We keep talking about that, but that's just because March, April was so extreme that when things pull back, it feels like they're slow, but we're still, like you said, 21% above the 10-year average. So sales are elevated right now. Um, so let's look over at what happened with new listings last month. About 5,170 properties were newly listed. Um, this is a 19% decrease from September of last year. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So quite there's your story. <laughs> there you go. So is that going to help supply? If no, it will not. Um, and understandably, you know, August being a slower month historically, last month was no different, or sorry, last August was no different, where we saw about a 28% increase in listings from September over August. Um, but again, we like the bigger picture, right? A single month is not going to tell the story. So let's look at the 10 year average. New listings are only slightly below the 10-year average at about 1.2%. Um, so what does that mean? We've got new listings that are kind of just below the 10-year average, but sales 21% above the average. That is just going to continue to eat away at any existing inventory. Yeah, that's that's just it. Um, and the uh, speaking of inventory, the total number of homes that are currently listed uh, was 9,236. And this is actually a 29.5% decrease compared to September 2020 and a 2.6% 2 in increase, yay, compared to August 2021. Um, however, uh, lo and behold, we're still 27.7% below the 10-year average for the month. So... Still quite uh, a drastic inventory problem, right? 
Yeah, that's a, that's a real low one. Uh, jumping over now to the sales to active listings ratio, uh, one of Ryan's favorites. Ryan, why don't you mm-hmm. continue and take this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I love this. It's behavior of the market. So um, 34.1% was the overall. Uh, so still very much in a seller's market. Um, it's the second month in a row now that this has actually increased. So the bottom was in and around July at 30%. Um, again, you know, balance market is below 20. Um, so outside of uh, the two months of pandemic lockdown, the last time we saw a balance market was two years ago. We've been in a seller's market now for two years, which is pretty crazy. Um, So when we break it down by asset class uh, for detached homes, um, we're actually getting pretty close to some balance here. We're at 25.5%, still a seller's market without a doubt, right? But again, closer to that balance number than it is, say, for townhomes, which is at (laughs) 53.1%. Again, I think detached homes became so expensive. um, You're seeing seeing that spillover effect now into townhomes. And then actually apartments are seeing decent numbers at 36.7%. And actually, I think we can speak anecdotally to that, um, having sold uh, a bunch of apartments in September ourselves. Um, Dan, let's go into price because that's yours. Ah, sure. Okay, here we go. Price. We just talked about a big jump happening. The HPI, first of all, just hit $1,186,000. And yes, this is a brand new all-time high. Uh, That is all properties combined. So for a bit of reference here, the price, the HPI price was relatively flat from like May to August, where it increased only by about $4,000. But last month, it jumped $10,000 in a month. And that's, of course, the biggest jump we've seen since that May-June kind of numbers. Uh, This is about 13.8% year-over-year increase and uh, a 0.8%, almost a full percent increase just last month alone. That's that's a big number and and something that you Mm -hmm. want to track. Uh, But let's look at the other price metrics here. So let's talk about median. Median saw a big spike upwards from 855,000 all the way up to 890,500. That's an over 4% median price increase in just one month. Um, Let's do point out though, that is the first time median has increased in four months and is now sitting at the third highest all time, only behind March and April of this year. Uh, if you want to pull back a bit more and look at just the detached market, median detached prices saw its second monthly increase in a row and is the second highest all time right now, uh, only behind April of earlier this year. And then let's look at the average price of all homes. Uh, second month of increases in a row sitting at $1,176,000 up 5,000 from last month. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Uh, so we look at the detached market here. Uh, there were roughly 950 sales, um, which is a 27.9% decrease from September 2020. Um, your average price point sitting at 1.828 million. Um, this represents a 20.4% in, uh, increase from September 2020 and a 1.2% increase compared to just last month. Uh, that's actually fairly big for one month. <laughs> uh, because we're seeing what? 28% decrease in sales, but uh, prices are still going up by over 1% per month. Yeah, it's a big number. That's a big number. I mean, 1% at 1.828 million is a big number. So, 
Uh, condos, uh, by comparison, saw 1,621 sales, um, a 1.6% increase compared to this time last year. Um, your average price point, $738,000, which is an 8.4% increase, so a much more marginal increase uh, compared to the detached market, and a half percent increase compared to uh, last month, um, which is far more sustainable. <laughs> Um, and then if we break it right down into townhomes, we saw 578 sales. This is a 20.8% decrease compared to this time last year. Again, you know, with these numbers, these sale numbers typically being down compared to this time last year, it's really a function of no inventory. Um, your average price point, 963800 This is a 17.5% increase from September 2020. And again, a staggering 1.2% jump from last month. And uh, Dan, why don't you get into the big ticket items? Because I know you love those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just before that, though, I'm listening to these numbers that you're talking about. And I find it quite fascinating and something worth sharing that condo sales are the only ones that are increasing right now. Mm. Right. This is that big shift that we talked about, right? The pendulum swung really far one way. People vacated condos, got out of downtown, largely went to the suburbs, and we are seeing that pendulum swinging back now. The demand for condos is increasing. And yes, this is happening nationally as well. We definitely see this happening in Toronto, which is uh, kind of a good litmus test for what happens locally here. That I think is definitely going to continue. We are going to see condo sales numbers increase as well. And so, you know, generally prices are going to follow that for that asset class. Can I speak anecdotally to that for a sec? Please do. <laughs> um, well, so we had a listing in Steepston. Um, went live last week, last Tuesday. Um, it was a two-bed, two-bath, uh, 905-square-foot ground floor walk-up uh, in a, uh, I guess, a building built in 1997. Uh, beautiful, south-facing, nice renovation, uh, really nice condo, right? Um we listed it at $699,000, which was, in my opinion, um, right at kind of what I thought it was worth. Um, that being said, uh, we ended up getting, I think, about 15 groups through in the week. Uh, we ended up with three offers and a sale price of $750,800. So, um, yeah, we saw a 51, almost $52,000 um, over ask. Uh, sale price on condos. So definitely seeing that trickle down effect taking place now. Um, people are moving out of that detached market. It's it's just so expensive. You can either afford one now or you can't. Um, townhomes, everyone's fighting for it. Again, the sales to active listings ratio there is at 50 plus percent, right? So everybody's fighting over townhomes now. And now we're starting to see the move into condos. Yeah. And keep in mind too, our first in Renfrew condo, two bed, two bath, two weeks ago, uh, eight offers. Every single offer was over asking price. Wow. There you go. So people are um, definitely paying more attention and uh, coming up with uh, big numbers for and buying condos did, right now. Dan, was that, a, was that a, a record in the building too? It was if you consider the similar units that have uh, patios that are like 400 square feet <laughs> as wow. a slightly different product, then uh, yes, it was. Well, cool. Mm -hmm. So yeah, talking about the big money, uh, we we do like to track uh, the, sort of the luxury sales to see what's happening in that market. Last month, there were 26 homes that sold over the $5 million price point. Ooh. Whoa. That's, yeah. Uh, seven of those were over $8 million. That's uh, like, 
you know, 130 plus million, 140 million there. And just, you know, in 26 homes. <laughs> yeah. And it, again, look at the big picture, uh, cause it's kind of a fascinating number and, and one we don't normally share, but, uh, last month there was $3.7 billion in homes sold in GVRD. Holy cow. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it means people are finding the funds to buy homes right now. Yeah. So they're still seeing, uh, they're still seeing, a future growth and equity. They're still seeing, you know, I think the argument uh, over, over renting versus buying, I think is, is dead at, at this point um, with, with these kind of massive increases we've seen in, in appreciation values here. Um, you know, if you can, and, and the fact that money is still quite cheap uh, for how much longer I, I, again, I, I think that's starting to become a bit of an interesting conversation. Um, I wonder if we're still going to see interest rate hikes in Q2 of 2022. Um, I think there's a lot to uh, a lot coming in, in the new year here. So it's going to be very interesting to see how it unfolds. Yeah, we touched on this a bit in our last podcast as well, talking about how we project prices to increase through the remainder of 2021. Uh, have a look at that one if you want to hear more about the why these prices are going to continue to go up. Uh, super early days here. We're only uh, recording this October 7th, but if it's any example as to what to expect for the rest of this month, uh, average price is already up uh, over $5,000 for the homes that have sold in the first six, seven days of this month. Yeah. And I, I generally seem to think, and, and mostly because you know history has, has shown us that um, this trickle-down effect isn't the first time this has happened, right? So um, I think you're going to continue to see a lot of heat in the townhome market. Um, and then I, I also think the condo market is going to, it's already heating up, but, you know, I think you're going to see a bit more of that through the month of October. Um, and then, you know, November, December expect activity levels to maybe start to fall off as we start to get into the holiday season, right? Perfect. Okay. That is it. That's the numbers for, uh, the month of September, 2021. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We will catch you next week. Uh, if you are enjoying these, please do subscribe. So you will get reminded of all the new episodes. Thanks and have an awesome day. That wraps up this edition of the Vancouver life podcast. For more information on this podcast and to access a ton of free downloads, investment opportunities, current market info, and homes for sale, you can find it all at www.thevancouverlife.com. Thanks, and we look forward to bringing you more podcasts about Vancouver real estate.